Hey, Rock of Cape family. This is Pastor Andrew and Pastor Rachel here, and we're coming to you about 21 days of prayer that we've been doing here at Rock of Cape. Today is day 16, and we are going to be talking to you a little bit about prayer in marriage. So we want to talk a little bit about what that means, the covenant connection of marriage, and how you should bring that into your prayer life on a daily basis, and how that should affect uh, what you're doing in your marriage um, daily, not just in prayer, but in how you uh, behave and how you interact with each other. So what we know is that God did create marriage. Um, he created marriage between one man and one woman, as the Bible says, and that we have to understand that marriage is a covenant. It's a connection. Uh, it's a commitment that we make with God in the middle of it. So if your marriage uh, is not in a place where God is intervening and he's in it every single day in your communication, not just in your prayer life, but in how you interact with each other, and those principles aren't interacting in your marriage, then it's going to be very difficult for your prayer life to be where it needs to be, and obviously for your uh, marriage to, to be where it needs to be. So we know that in marriage, just as any human relationship, we have to work well to love each other. We can't do this successfully in our own power. We need God. We need the Holy Spirit to be right in the middle of our marriage constantly. Now, that's easier said than done. Even Pastor Rachel and I can tell you that there are days where the Holy Spirit is probably not right in the middle of our marriage where he needs to be because we get caught up in everything that we're doing and routine and life and problems and things. And so sometimes the first thing that we don't do is pray even though we should. And uh, when we're dealing with things in marriage and we understand that teamwork that's necessary, we have to have God come in. And sometimes he has to be the referee in the middle of our marriage to make sure that we are holding ourselves accountable where the Holy Spirit would want us to be. Now, we know that marriage is a picture of Jesus and his bride, which is the church. So we get to represent uh, something that's very, very important to the Lord, to God, and that is the marriage between Jesus, between God and the church. And we understand how important uh, that that is. So we have to understand and represent Christ in the same way that he wants to represent the church. And so when you're covenantly connected with your spouse, with your husband or your wife, it's important to understand that that connection, that communication, that um, that importance and that understanding of God being in the middle of everything is important um, so that we can best represent what the Bible says about that principle. So. And you know, when you're looking at the, it's a very familiar passage of scripture, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 29. I just want to read this to you. It actually starts back up at 22, and I want to start there. Um, it says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Verse 25, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. Now, when I was reading that scripture before we did our thing tonight, it really causes you to check yourself. Like as, you know, you're, as the wife or the husband, whichever role that you're in. Um, because if you're looking at this and it's saying, you know, love, like for the husband, love your wives 
just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. And the duty that comes with that. And then also for the women to submit to your husbands as you would to the Lord. Now, some people, when they hear that, they think, <coughs> oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. submit. Submit like, is a bad word. Yeah. yeah, that's not how it's intended because in our society that we live in today, you can see all different types of you know, healthy, unhealthy relationships. And when I read this, it's not that the husband is overpowering his wife or talking down to her because they are not, one is not lesser than the other. And I think there are some who may struggle with that idea, that concept of a woman take your position. And that is not how God views marriage. Like each one of us has a... um, God-given role, a specific role, and we're to complement each other, not put one another down. And so when you're looking and you start comparing, saying, okay, God, show me where my, maybe my marriage needs some improvement. And like Pastor Angie said, like, we are not perfect. We are on this road. We are learning. We've been married for 14, 14 almost, almost 14. 15. Almost 15? No. Almost, almost, 14 14, years. almost 14 years. Almost 14 years. And so you still have to work at it. And there was something that the prayer guy was talking about. He says, you have to choose to love well. You're not always going to have those feelings of, I just love you every morning. It just, <laughs> that's true. life happens. And you may get flustered. You may get frustrated at one another. Yeah. But it's, do you let it stay there? Because I know something, whenever we're working through something, well, a lot of times say, okay, we're not going to sleep until we get this taken care of, or at least to a point to where we're not holding frustration or bitterness because the Bible talks about to not let the sun go down on your wrath. And because when we when we go to sleep, we are angry at our spouse. That leaves our, our uh, soul, our heart, everything just prime ground for the enemy to come in and just start to make things deeper so that frustration that you had if you don't come to a place of understanding maybe you're not fully in agreement but you're not going to hold this frustration bitterness if you don't do that then it's like in the morning that's just even you're more irritated the next morning and so we don't want to give him a foothold we don't want to give him a place um, for that so there's been times we've we've talked through the night Mm -hmm. you know just to try to work through whatever we were working through um and another thing i just want to point out you know is he is he compliments me in ways and i compliment him in certain ways and things that we do giftings that we have but he is not my he's not what completes me i am not what completes him if he were to think get married to me and think oh i got i'm i'm finally complete he would eventually be let down because I'm not perfect, and he's not perfect. And I think we just have to always remind ourselves, um, you know, God is the one who I'm going to find my completion in, my wholeness in. This person that God has paired me with, we can complement and work together and do more together than we could apart. And so it's just, it's a good thing, I think, to just recheck and recheck ourselves, see where we need to improve. I know I need to improve. Um, But that's the scripture that was listed today. So when you're getting ready to pray for your marriage, you know, just thank God for your marriage. None of us are perfect. We have not all arrived. And thank him for your marriage. Start by asking him to help you be the best spouse you can be. You know 
where you're weak at. I know where I'm weak at. He knows where he, we each know where our weaknesses are and we need improvement. Honestly, you know, we, we, but we can't do that on our own. It's going to take the Holy Spirit and his help. Ask him to help you love well and to see your spouse as he sees them. Not to see them as those little things that irritate you (laughs) that I'm sure we can all name some things, but help us see them as God sees them. Uh, Then pray for your marriage, asking God to use your marriage to impact the world for him. You pray protection physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And I think that's one thing we can sometimes forget is the authority we have as husband and wife because when we get married as a man and woman and God has put us together, we become one. And so when we are praying for our spouse, I know that's something I need to even do more of myself, is that we have authority as the spouse of that person and vice versa to come in agreement with them. And especially if you have kids, like praying together for your kids. Um, So anyway, uh, praying protection physically, spiritually, emotionally, pray for unity in your marriage and wisdom from him about how to live your lives as one. Because you are two people who are trying to work together and, you know, learn how to operate best together as one. Bring to him anything in your marriage that concerns you and trust him to work on your behalf. Now, uh, if you've had the opportunity to listen uh, to what we're speaking about, we hope that and pray that you will be able to implement this not only in your prayer life as we've been doing in each of these days. You know, we've been talking a lot about things that you can implement in your prayer life, specifically uh, things to pray for. Well, this is something that shouldn't just be a prayer that you're doing, but you should be doing with your spouse. Mm-hmm. So when you get the opportunity to, to, to watch this or listen to this or whatever it is that you might be doing and you read the scripture, remember that this is about praying with your spouse. Prayer uh, alone is great. And you've sometimes got to get in your prayer closet, but it's also important to praise a family. It's important to praise a couple because that's the foundation, right, of, of any uh, family and situation is the foundation is the marriage. And then God's got to be in the middle of it. And just like Pastor Rachel said, um, ask God to heal the situations that are going on, to work in your marriage, to work in all these ways and, and physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, all the ways that God wants to bless you and has given you opportunity to be blessed in. And so if you do pray, uh, you might pray something like this. So as we close, uh, this might be something that you'd want to pray about. Thank you, God, for loving us and for creating marriage to be an illustration of your love for us here on earth. Help me, God, to love my spouse the way you love me. Help me to listen and to honor my spouse, putting them before myself. Protect us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We ask that you build greater unity between us. Make us stronger as a couple more devoted to one another and to you. Use us, God, build us up to be an example of what godly marriage can look like. Use us together to do more than we could ever do apart. We ask for greater influence and more impact on the people around us. We ask you to work through us in our lives and with our friends, our family, and even those far away. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and move through us to bring those far from you closer so that they can have an encounter with the living God who seeks and saves the lost and who set us free and gives us purpose. We choose as a couple to love you first, God. We put our relationship with you before anything and everything else. We confess our need for you. Thank you for bringing us together. We choose to love one another today and every day. Thank you for our marriage. We ask you to bless our marriage, build it, and present it in always. 
Now, we hope that you enjoyed and got something out of this little conversation. If you want more detail from Pastor Rachel and I on experiences, we'd, I'm sure we'd be more than happy to, uh, to share uh, our, uh, contrary to popular belief, we are not perfect, right? So um, every relationship, everything is a team. And in a team, you've got to work through things in communication uh, and especially in prayer, as we're talking about today. So we hope that you got something out of today and we will look forward to seeing you for day 17. 